Hey everyone, welcome back to the Money Clock. This is where it's almost like a game show. I'm giving my interviewees 15 minutes max to bring some amazing value on money. And in the hot seat today is my guest, Hannah. Say hey, Hannah. Hiya. <laughs> okay, the way this game is going to start, Hannah, just so you know, since you may not have read the instructions properly, but I'm sure you did. You have 15 minutes to bring the value for our listeners, and it's all about money. Your time starts now. So as you know, I've got a slightly different spin because I'm talking about finances and mental health. Um, you can tell I'm pretty British, and I'll try and keep it as straightforward as I can. But finances and mental health do go together hand in hand. Your financial health is equivalent to your mental health. A lot of people don't see it that way. They think of finances and they think of I'll just shut it away, I'll put it to one side, it's going to live in a cupboard and I'm not going to think about it. But your finances affect your mental well-being, whether they're good, whether they're bad, whether they're somewhere in between. You can worry about it when it's good. You might be on a complete roll, you could be financially really healthy. You could have a good stream of income coming in, you're set, you're relaxed, you're, you feel like you've not got anything to worry about. You've got life savings, you've got your pension sorted out, you've got some property, your kids are accounted for. But the problem then is the worries start creeping in. Can I maintain this? Will it last? What if something goes wrong? And you become fixated on maintaining that so you keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And that adds a level of stress that wasn't there before. Equally, you can worry about it when it's bad. You might be in denial that it's that bad, so you start ignoring it and you push it under the carpet. Maybe you lock it away. You're not going to think about it. You're not going to talk about it. You're not going to share it with your friends and family. And then you've got the the added bonus of some shame and some guilt because you should be able to maintain this you should be able to look after it and then you've got fear what if somebody finds out what if i can't maintain the image that i'm actually okay and that i haven't got all of these problems or you've got the fear that it's never going to improve you're never going to manage to dig your way out of that situation and that can bring about a different set of anxiety. You can sink into a depression. The stress, the ongoing stress is damaging to your immune system. It's not good for your body and it perpetuates that cycle. And then for a lot of people, that's when it can turn really bad and they become suicidal because there is no way out. And financial stress is one of the biggest causes in suicide, particularly in men, which is so dangerous. So is it's so so important that you keep a check on how you're feeling financially whether it's good bad or somewhere in between because if you ignore it it's going to lead to more problems and then the problem with that is that financial stress or financial ill health then leads to poorer mental health and when you've got poor mental health it leads to bad money management and certain mental illnesses for instance you've got bipolar in particular that goes up and down like a roller coaster and people live with that day in day out they have to accept that that's part of who they are that's going to cause those feelings to be heightened so you're on a real high you feel like that's never going to end you're not going to be worrying about the fact that you might not be able to maintain that or you might not be making such good choices with your money it can also make you almost not risk avoidant but almost as though you're immune to risk it doesn't matter what you do with your money. You can spend that amount. You can dip into your life savings. You can remortgage your house. It's going to be fine when you're on that high because you feel like it's never going to end. And the problem with that is that when that low comes crashing down, you're not in a position to be able to get those wheels turning again and to recover. 
because you don't feel like it and you've lost your sense of purpose you've lost that energy you've lost that drive potentially at that point you then encounter other struggles with relationships families jobs you're not going to continue that momentum and that leads to an even bigger struggle so again if you're not looking after your mental health you're not looking after your financial health it has to be a balance it has to be equal um it has to be on par if we go back to when you're on just a good level but you're under increased stress particularly if it's good and everything's going well you, i know that a lot of your audience are families and they're looking after their money if they've got that stress and the pressure of having to maintain good financial health because they're responsible they're looking after children they've got people to provide for and look after long-term stress can lead to poor mental health and then you've got the poor mental health which leads to financial <laughs> financial not bad health necessarily but strain because you're not looking after yourself properly um, and i've made a note so it's, it's really key to be aware of your mind and aware of your mental health um, at all times because they're so interlinked i can see you clock watching <laughs> i've got five ways that you can keep a hold of your mental health and your financial health because they are so interlinked um, and they're, they're really really simple because if you're looking after your mental state regularly whether that's meditation physical exercise to release the stress that's the biggest one is if we're relieving stress which has been so hard to do over this last year in particular people have been told to stay indoors not to go outside and so you've lost all the ways that you would normally be doing that but you can still go for a walk you can get up before everyone else and do a workout using a, an online video in front of your tv or walking around your house slightly more than you would do normally doing laps of your garden it's going to keep you in a good state to be aware of everything else so that you can take care of your money by taking care of your mind secondly review your finances regularly don't hide from them if you are putting yourself into a state where you're anxious about your money or you've become overly fixated on it and you can tell that it's becoming unhealthy and it's not healthy for you and your lifestyle set a date so that's the day that you check your finances and you do a review whether it's once a month once a week depending on your circumstances however often you need to do that make it a thing and that's the only time that you're going to worry about it because money is one of the biggest things that stops people from sleeping it's world sleep day today i don't know if you know but a lack of sleep again you're not going to be feeling well you're not going to be able to look after yourself you're not going to be able to look after your money so keeping check on that and having a set date where you check your money is going to keep your mindset in order to do that number three take action not just looking or thinking about it take action to look after your money whether that be speaking to a financial advisor reading through some of your articles online checking in with this podcast take action so you're actually doing something proactively to look after your money so that you can rest easy knowing that you've got it in hand and finally take action to look after your mind and your general well-being not just thinking about it not just putting it in a diary and saying oh i will do that i'll think about doing it later we're actually going to get up and do something about it whether it's speaking to someone reaching out to a helpline and my fifth one is do not be afraid to ask for support if either of those go off track because the longer that you leave it the bigger that that's going to cycle round and round and it starts off really small but it ripples and then it affects not just your money but your mental health or not just your mental health but your money as well and then it affects your family and your relationships and your jobs and it will it will grow um that is that's me in a nutshell and i think i've managed to crack it well before your 15 minutes absolutely, absolutely. <laughs>
You're, you were seven minutes in, so you still had eight minute time, but you did it. You brought some value and you brought a different twist to it because people think when they think about money, you know, first off, some may say it doesn't grow on trees, it's evil and all these other, you know, kind of fallacies. They, they don't think about the emotional strain that it can bring in their life, in their family's life. You know, a lot of people have separated. Marriage has been lost um, in that regard. So what you brought to the table here is very valuable, very valuable. So people understand some people spend when they're feeling you know, low, uh, their mental health is low, like you're saying, you know, they, and that can lead to overweight. You know, people will buy and just eat, yeah. eat, eat, for an example. People use so. retail therapy because it's an instant boost. They get that hit of dopamine. It makes them feel good. But then there's a crash that comes afterwards. And that's when it cycles because they need more. We all have money and we're all going to have to deal with money across our lives. It's so interconnected with how you feel. It's unbelievable. I love that retail therapy. I love that. And I think we all have that. You know, sometimes you grab that credit card, you have retail therapy, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're going to be on your means. And, yeah. uh, you know, and that will create an emotional like, what did I do? Oh, no. And, you know, if you're looking at 20% interest, it's even worse. But you, you talked about a financial advisor to help relieve some stress too. That's kind of what in the world that I'm in. I'm a, I help people with a blueprint of what they need to do and how to get to where they want to go. Yeah, and so reaching like out said, for that support. Don't think that you, absolutely. there's nothing weak about asking for help, but you wouldn't take a journey or a trip to somewhere that you'd never been before without looking it up on a map or getting a sat nav. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you'd look for directions. So why would you not do that with your life and your finances? Because we nobody instructs us with that as a kid. Here you go, this is how much you need to earn and this is what it's gonna cost you and off you go, bye. You just set off into, I mean, I think you guys are probably slightly better, but we have absolutely, nobody tells you how to financially plan for life here. Well, see, a lot of people don't realize that we have that service here too, right? I only service right now in the United States, but we provide an 18 page document of a blueprint of uh, each person's family. Every family is unique. How what they got in, what they got going out, where they want to go, how many children they have, you know, where, you know, when do they want to retire? How are you going to do that? Yeah. Exactly. And like you said, without that blueprint, without that relief stress because now you know every day what you're working towards. Yeah. You have that plan and play. At least if something happens or something changes or you lose that job, you can go back to go right I need to change my blueprint. And then it's under control. You're not going to be stressing. You're not going to be feeling anxious about it, worrying about where am I going to find that extra money from? It's going to kill me. And just, yeah, have a plan, adjust to it, be proactive with it because the stress will prevent you from doing anything else as well. And that can cripple you and the people around you. And it's just not worth it. So yeah, reach out for some help, have a plan in mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. And everybody should think about that. Reach out. You know, people need to ask if you are in trouble in any way, especially when she talks about males and suicide, that hits me hard because first off, I'm a male and not understanding money has brought stress to my life. Luckily, I never went to that uh, downward spiral to that point. But, you know, when you can reach out and just talk to someone when you're in that position, you never know. You never know what's coming your way. You never know what tomorrow is bringing. But reach out, especially when it comes to your mental health. We want to make sure that you're taken care of so your family's taken care of, you know. And thank you, Hannah, for bringing such empowering information because emotions are there with money. They are. 
no matter if you say they're not or, or whatever, they are. And they will affect your marriage. They'll affect your relationships. They will affect, you know, if you don't have a relationship with your money, then you need to start uh, thinking it's about It's one of the longest marriage. relationships you'll ever have. Absolutely. And then even the people that tend to say it's evil and that, well, you need to eat, you need to live, you need to feed, you need to take care of people. Money is energy. It's not negative or positive. It's a flow of energy and how you utilize it is the key to life right there. Thank you, Hannah, for being on the show today. I want to say, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you if they need to. You're from the UK, so uh, you can find there. me at soulfocused.co.uk. You can look me up on Facebook and LinkedIn, just Hannah May Campbell. Um, I'm quite friendly. I won't bite. I'm just a bit British. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Hannah. I appreciate it. And you made it within the time limit. So all's good. You got all the value in the 15 minutes. and You rock the show. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you. Guys, I'm so happy you got to watch that amazing Guest on the Money Clock podcast. My name is Robert Timmons, and I want to tell you something today. You're here because you want to know a little bit more about money frequency. You want to know how to get more, how to give more, how to provide more service so you can get that flow coming into you. Well, I want to tell you something. We're expanding. We're looking for people that are living in the USA, mission-driven, love challenges, love competitions, and that want to earn more money and helping families while doing it. Yes, we teach families how money works. We deal with financial literacy because that's the key, guys. We want to teach you how to do it so we can help families together. So if you want to learn more, then hit the link below. Set up a 30-minute meeting with me, and we can see if you're a fit for a massive expansion across the USA, Canada, and Puerto Rico.